Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Good morning. Breaking overnight in contempt. Former Trump chief of staff Mark Meadows now facing potential criminal charges after an historic vote on Capitol Hill. The showdown over the insurrection and its investigation intensifying as Fox News hosts respond after the release of their text messages begging Meadows to help stop the violence. We're live at the Capitol with the very latest. Health officials sound a new alarm over the rapid spread of the Omicron variant as COVID tightens its grip on the U.S. once again. Hospitals overwhelmed with new patients. One university declaring a red alert, shutting down its campus. The NFL and NBA dealing with new outbreaks. We've got complete coverage straight ahead. Pulling together, the outpouring of support grows for tornado-ravaged communities in Kentucky. The search for survivors now entering day five as families begin picking up the pieces. It's hard for us. Everything we had in the house is gone. President Biden is set to tour the devastation this morning. We're live, and Al is tracking a new threat of severe storms and dangerous wind from coast to coast. Gearing up, airlines and airports bracing for the holiday travel rush, expecting the biggest crowd since the start of the pandemic. Tens of millions more set to drive to their destinations. Just ahead, what's being done to handle all the traffic and get you where you want to go. Those stories plus Christmas crunch inside the race to deliver in the middle of the busiest holiday shopping and shipping season ever. Santa needs Santa help. Santa needs help. We, and where are the elves? You are the elves. This morning, Al is hitting the road live with a veteran driver for a first-hand look at the last-minute scramble. Today, Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Well, good morning. We're so happy to see you. Welcome to today on a Wednesday morning. Savannah is taking the morning off. Craig is with us. And uh, meantime, it was a much different scene on Capitol Hill overnight. Members of Congress stepping outside for a moment of silence to remember the 800,000 Americans who died from COVID. And it comes amid a new warning about the spread of the virus and the Omicron variant. We're live with the latest on that. But let's begin with what happened inside the Capitol last night. The House voting to hold Mark Meadows, the former White House chief of staff, in contempt of Congress for refusing to testify before the committee investigating the January 6th insurrection. NBC's senior congressional correspondent Garrett Haake has the very latest on this. Hey, Garrett, good morning. Hey, Hoda, good morning. Yeah, this was a historic rebuke of Mark Meadows coming from the same House of Representatives where he served for four terms before joining the Trump administration. The chair of the January 6th committee said Meadows left lawmakers no choice, calling his refusal to testify an attack on the rule of law and vowing not to let the facts be buried by a cover-up by former President Trump or his allies. The yeas are 222. 
and the nays are 208. This morning, the House is ramping up the pressure on former President Trump and his allies over January 6th. After voting to hold former Trump Chief of Staff Mark Meadows in contempt of Congress, referring him to the Justice Department for possible prosecution, for refusing to testify before the committee investigating the insurrection. If you are making excuses to avoid cooperating with our investigation, you're making excuses to hide the truth from the American people. Republicans argue the contempt vote amounts to intimidation and harassment by Democrats. I hope the American people are paying close attention. I hope they see what happens when Democrats get total power. They abuse it. But the committee's top Republican, Liz Cheney, says Meadows' testimony is necessary to help the committee determine what she calls a fundamental question, whether former President Trump may have committed what could amount to a crime on January 6th. And that is whether Donald J. Trump, through action or inaction, corruptly sought to obstruct or impede Congress's official proceeding to count electoral votes. The investigation has been explosive, revealing that on January 6th, figures across the political world, including Trump's own son and Fox News hosts Laura Ingraham and Sean Hannity, sent texts to Meadows pleading for Trump to intervene. A day after the revelations, Hannity and Ingraham attacking the committee last night. Do we believe in privacy in this country? Apparently not. Meadows has also turned over texts from unnamed Republican lawmakers. Some of those text messages, Madam Speaker, came from members in the chamber right now. POTUS has to come out firmly and tell the protesters to dissipate. Someone is going to get killed. Well, Garrett, that does bring up the fact that the committee hasn't revealed the lawmakers who are texting Meadows on that day. Will that information ever be made public? Oh, Hoda, I think it will. But for now, unlike in the case of Donald Trump Jr., the committee is keeping those lawmakers' names hidden. But the committee chair, Benny Thompson, says there won't be any surprises who they are when the committee ultimately does reveal those names. He says they've been very public with their defenses of what happened on January 6th. All right. Garrett Hake for us there at Capitol Hill. Garrett, thank you. Also this morning, the World Health Organization is warning the Omicron variant is spreading at an unprecedented rate all around the world, including... Here in the United States, a growing number of cities and now schools being forced to take drastic measures to try and slow the surge. NBC Sam Brock is covering all of it for us. Sam, good morning. Hi, Craig, good morning. Right now, there's little doubt we're in the middle of another wave. The big question this morning is how bad is it going to get? The trifecta of Delta surging, Omicron rising, and peak flu season is daunting. But health experts say we are in a much better place than most countries. As we brace for another winter bout with COVID, soaring cases from the UK to Africa have the World Health Organization warning people not to be fooled by Omicron's reportedly milder profile. We are seeing what we have never seen before in an outbreak with this Omicron. In the US, top CDC officials have modeled two scenarios, a massive wave of infection slamming communities as early as January, or a smaller surge of Omicron arriving in the spring. CDC director Dr. Rochelle Walensky spoke with Savannah and Hoda Tuesday. Is it more transmissible? Is that the deal? So it is. It is more transmissible, and we're seeing that in other countries as well, that it's rapidly um, becoming the more predominant stream. How much more transmissible? Mm -hmm. Do you have any metric? Is it five times more transmissible mm -hmm. than Delta? One, two times? It's still early, but um, what we're seeing in some of these other countries is doubling times of about every two days or so. The national picture is increasingly troubling, with around 40 states looking at double-digit increases in COVID infections.
In Omaha, Nebraska, hospitalizations are skyrocketing, and healthcare workers are tapping into their reserves. We just hope that no one else has to experience the things that we've been experiencing, especially lately. Cornell University going virtual in the middle of finals, reporting over 900 new COVID cases, including a very high percentage of the Omicron variant in fully vaccinated people. Stafford wants a throw for in the NFL, marquee wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., who just played in a big Monday night football game, one of nine L.A. Rams to land on the COVID list 24 hours later. Coach Sean McVay, bewildered. This has definitely been um, the most uh, uniquely challenging situation we've dealt with with COVID. I mean, so Sam, here's the thing. A lot of folks are, are waiting for that proposed Pfizer antiviral pill, pill that could help if you do get COVID. Any idea at this point when, when that pill could be available? Craig, it's a great question. Depending on the FDA, it could be as soon as a couple of weeks. But here's the thing. Pfizer right now says it has about a couple hundred thousand treatments of this pill, which is roughly the equivalent, Craig, of about two days full of infections in the United States. They will be producing 80 million over the course of next year. So it's going to help, but not right away. No. Craig? All right. Sam Brock Forrest there in Florida. Sam, thank you. Now to another major concern for many Americans, thanks to the highest inflation in a generation. Prices are soaring right smack in the middle of the holiday season, and there are signs Things will not improve anytime soon. NBC's business and tech correspondent Jolyn Kent has that story. Hey, Joe, good morning. Hey, Hoda, good morning. New data shows inflation is surging yet again, which means every dollar in your wallet gets you a little bit less. But we don't need to tell you at home that prices are going up. You're feeling it every time you go to the grocery store or fill up your gas tank. It's all turning up the stress on shoppers during one of the busiest holiday seasons ever. With just 10 days left until Christmas, rising costs are hitting Americans hard during the busiest shopping season of the year. New data from the Labor Department shows one key measure of inflation, wholesale prices skyrocketing nearly 10% compared to last year. That's the fastest spike since the government started keeping track in 2010. So what does it mean? Your money isn't stretching as far. The typical American is now spending a couple hundred dollars more a month uh, than they were a year ago. Last month, consumer prices rose almost 7%, the highest annual jump in nearly 40 years. Gas prices have soared over the last year, and grocery essentials, from meat to fruits and vegetables, are higher too. For example, now one pound of lean ground beef costs $5.77, up $1.20 from last year. Teacher Jen Cassano says budgeting for her family of four is now more difficult. My husband's working two to three jobs, I'm working full time, and it just seems that like we're not able to really breathe right now. And she's not alone. 45% of American households say recent price hikes are causing financial hardship and lower income families are feeling it the most. For many businesses, inflation means supplies cost more. And in some cases, they're forced to charge their customers more or lay off workers. More than 70% of small business owners say rising prices have had a significant impact on their business in the past year. All of it causing more stress this holiday season, already slowed down by supply chain constraints and huge consumer demand. We're still just trying to keep our heads above water.
Now, the Federal Reserve is wrapping up a closely watched meeting today. They're expected to try to fight inflation in a couple of ways by possibly rolling back on pumping money into the economy and possibly by raising interest rates multiple times next year. Now, all that means your loans of all kinds, from housing to cars, could get more expensive, Hoda. All right, Joe Lincoln for us. Joe, thank you so much. Chanel Jones joining us a little mm -hmm. early with another story that we're watching closely. Good it's morning, Craig Hoda. Good morning. President Biden travels to Storm Ravage, Kentucky this morning to offer his administration support in the wake of that massive tornado outbreak. The rescue and recovery operations ongoing with more than 100 people still unaccounted for this morning. Meantime, Al's tracking a new threat of severe weather, his forecast in a moment. But first, NBC national correspondent Gabe Gutierrez is in Mayfield, Kentucky for us. Gabe, good morning. Chanel, good morning. This is just some of the widespread destruction that the president will witness firsthand today. Neighborhood after neighborhood shattered. Now, power is slowly being restored to the region, but the governor here expects that authorities will find more victims. This morning, across Kentucky, a massive outpouring of support after an immeasurable loss. Everything else you can replace, but family, you cannot. More than 100 people in the state are still unaccounted for. Amid the devastation, Michael Jarboe of Dawson Springs is grateful his eight-year-old son can still meet Santa. <laughs> it's hard for us. Everything we had in the house is gone. But in Kentucky alone, at least a dozen of the 74 people killed are children. In Missouri, nine-year-old Aniston Rackley and her two sisters took shelter in a bathtub. 15 minutes after her parents posted this photo, Aniston died in the tornado that ripped through her home. She was a wonderful, wonderful little girl. And I'm going to miss her so much. Here in Mayfield, Kentucky's governor says state authorities will investigate what happened inside the town's candle factory where eight people were killed and more than 100 were working when the tornado hit. It hurts so bad and it's not, there's nothing that I can do. The memory of a lost co-worker still haunts Michaela Emery. She spent six hours trapped under a concrete slab. Did you think that you would make it out alive? I honestly did not think that they were going to find me. In her hospital room, she told us what she heard after the first tornado warning came through. I did hear him say, um, you know, if you leave, you'll more than likely lose your job. Do you believe that the supervisor telling them that may have cost lives? Honestly, I do. A spokesperson for Mayfield Consumer Products says claims that employees weren't allowed to leave are absolutely untrue. Some of those factory workers were brought to Dr. Scott Wilson and his ER team, who scrambled to treat 85 patients in 12 hours. All of them had trauma to some degree. Uh, most of them had either been crushed by some sort of object. And again, the president set the to tour the damage in Kentucky here later today. Over in Illinois, two Amazon employees who work at facilities near the one that partially collapsed tell NBC News that they received very little tornado-specific training and were expected to work through tornado warnings. An Amazon spokesperson tells NBC News that new employees did get emergency response training that was reinforced throughout the year. Chanel. All right, Gabe, thank you. But people there do not need us any more bad weather. So yeah. let's check in with Al. And today's severe threat of storms is around the country. Al, you're in Connecticut this morning. Good morning. 
Yeah, good morning, guys. We've got a lot of severe weather to talk about from winter to st severe storms to fire danger. Let's get started with the latest severe threat. We have an, a, a moderate threat of severe weather now uh, for 9 million people. Wind gust of 75 miles per hour. Tornadoes likely. The problem is these tornadoes will happen late in the afternoon, early in the evening. If we get a tornado in Minnesota, they have never had a tornado ever in December. So we're going to be watching this situation very closely as the storm system pushes east. It tracks into the upper Midwest. The storms will rapidly intensify as they move into the northeast. As these push for forward, we are going to be watching that line of storms from Missouri to Michigan. After midnight, the threat dies down. Now, for as far as the rest of the country is concerned, looking out west, we've got winter weather advisories, storm watches or warnings for 11 million people already seeing this firing up heavy snow for the Rockies as this system continues to push east. We are going to be looking at a lot of heavy rain, one to three inches of rain throughout parts of California and heavy snow making its way continuing from the Cascades and the Sierra all the way to the Rockies, some places picking up to eight inches of snow. But again, guys, we are worried also about the winds. We're talking about 89 million people from California to western New York could see wind gusts of up to 90 miles per hour in some spots. Uh, and so we are going to be watching this situation as well. But again, that severe weather in the upper Midwest is what we're most concerned about. 9 million people at risk for that severe weather, guys. That's your latest weather. We'll continue to track this, guys. But what we're also tracking is the race to deliver. How do we get those packages from where you order them to where they get delivered? Well, Jenny Rosado is one of UPS's top drivers. We're here in Connecticut. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, Al. How are you? Um, this is the original Jenny from the block right here. And we are going to be deli making deliveries. <laughs> We're going to be making deliveries all morning, right? Absolutely. All right, now, what do I have to do? I got to lift. Okay, I gotta... Make sure you go within your power zone, okay? okay? With the so power zone. Power zone. I'm power lifting, zone. making deliveries. We're doing this all morning long, guys, showing you how we make these deliveries. Oh, yeah, boy. Ready? We're ready yeah. to go? Oh, ready to go. Now all right, here we go. Uh, guys, I've met my match with this lady. Oh, boy. <laughs> go get him, Jenny. We're going we're gonna to be making deliveries all morning can, long. Can you imagine Ooh, doing your job this morning? So, Al, when we, when we deliver, you know, you want to make sure you scan your walk. Scan your walk I want to see someone okay. in the door and see Al Roker. Listen, and you, you don't want to put packages in front of the door because oh, how about just, if it's dying, they come uh, out and they trip. Oh, that's right. So, oh, so, so guys, okay. we're gonna. She's giving me all the tips, everything you need to know. Okay. Where it's all coming you're up. You're not gonna so ring the doorbell. Door down, you're gonna bend. You gotta bend down. Okay, right I'm, I'm, to the left of the door, and then. You, you want me to ring the doorbell? Yes, please. Do you want to deliver we have already? To. Just yeah. do it. Okay, we, they want us to. They want oh, us to gosh, ring the doorbell. Just want to see. See if anybody's home already. Come on, this will be good. Oh, there's a dog barking. This could be trouble. Three dogs. Jenny knows everybody. Jenny knows everybody on her block. So and and on her route, how many people do you deliver generally in a day? During Christmas time, uh huh, like 200. 200. Uh, all right, all right. Wow. Now we'll have to all check right. back you know, with them. We'll have all to right, check guys. back. All right, we'll all have right. to check Thanks, back. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Al. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, hi. Oh, there's a little. There's a little one right here. Oh Hello. boy. Hi. Oh, how are you? We'll come back to you in a little bit. Not just packages that need to arrive on time. Not just packages. So do tens of millions of holiday travelers. The airlines now predicting Christmas is going to be even busier than Thanksgiving. So what are they doing to prepare and what can you do to help? Tom Costello, he's got it all. You need everything you need to know. But first, this is today on NBC. 
This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed Seven thirty, <laughs> and that man—that's our man, and that's our woman. That's Jenny Al Roker, uh, December the fifteenth, twenty twenty-one. That is the most famous package deliverer in the world. Um, doing her thing with Al Roker alongside his riding sidecar. Al's pitching in with UPS this morning. They're going to show us what it's like to be at the heart of the hectic holiday shipping rush. I mean, it's a party. I know it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. It's going to be great all yeah. morning. Yeah. Uh, we'll check in with Mr. Roker in just a bit, but first, your 7:30 headlines breaking overnight: a frightening scene in Hong Kong. A fire broke out at a downtown shopping center and it trapped more than 100 people on the roof there. The 39-floor World Trade Center is home to restaurants, offices, and shops. More than a dozen people were hurt before firefighters were able to put out those flames. The cause of that fire is still under investigation. Uh, New York's Ethics Commission has ordered former Governor Andrew Cuomo to give up more than $5 million that he was paid for his book about the coronavirus pandemic. Last month, the state board rescinded its previous approval for Cuomo to write the book. It determined that he had violated an agreement not to use any state personnel or resources in writing it. Cuomo's attorney calls the commission's actions unconstitutional and is promising a fight. All right, let's turn now to the holiday travel rush. One week from today, Americans all across the country will be right smack in the thick of things. AAA predicting more than 109 million of us will be traveling 50 miles or more, and that's up 34% from a year ago. So will the airlines be able to repeat their Thanksgiving performance of smooth travel? NBC's Tom Costello is at Reagan National Airport. Tom, good morning. Hey guys, think about that number. 109 million people are going to be traveling over the holidays. That's a third of the population. So we see travel rebounding strongly, more travel than we saw over Thanksgiving. Here's the good news. If you're driving, gas prices are already dropping from where they were back on Thanksgiving. If you're flying, airlines are already adding more flights to handle the passenger loads. 1667 service to Miami Wednesday morning and the countdown is on for the end of month travel push. After passing the Thanksgiving test, the airlines are now facing round two. 
They're giving him a long taxi seat all the way to Alpha 19 and back, so it'll be a while. And predicting even more passengers will pack planes over Christmas and New Year's, triple last December's passenger levels. I think we're all a little stir crazy at this point and willing to buck the crowds in order to uh, get away. After suffering scheduling and staffing meltdowns in October, then recovering over Thanksgiving, Southwest insists it is on the rebound. We've already hired 4,000 here in the second half of this year, and we want to hire double that. They'll need the staff. Nationwide, up to 2.5 million passengers are expected to fly each day through the holidays, while 100 million Americans will drive. The good news, gas prices have dropped 9 cents in a month. Unleaded now averaging 3.32 a gallon, down from 3.41 a month ago, though $1.15 higher than a year ago when few people were driving. The busiest days to travel by ground or air, Thursday, December 23rd, Sunday, January 2nd, and Monday, January 3rd. The biggest threat, weather. Snow and ice on roads and runways. Mike Hanna runs United's airport ops worldwide. If you get into bad weather and you've got crews out of position, how do you ensure that the next flight still takes off on time? We will do swaps and ensure that we're trying to re-choreograph, if you will, our entire network to ensure that we're operating as many flights as possible. The travel advice this morning, if you're flying, consider trip insurance to cover your costs if COVID interrupts your plans. Check in online and arrive early to breeze through security. With a record 5,700 airport gun confiscations this year, the TSA says leave guns and ammo at home. And one more. Not to wrap your Christmas presents ahead of time going through security. Because if they do alarm, we're going to have to unwrap them. Wrap your gifts after you arrive. That's good advice. That is great mm. advice. All right, so, Tom, we've got a busy few weeks ahead for air travel. For airline executives, it's actually a busy day today on Capitol Hill. What are they going to be talking about? Yeah. We've got United CEO. We've also got Delta and American and Southwest representatives, executives on Capitol Hill. Congress wants to know how do they spend that $56 billion in, in payroll protection money during the pandemic and whether they spent it appropriately, whether we had, you know, we had these meltdowns over the summer and into the fall. Was that because the airlines did or did not maybe handle something appropriately? So they're going to have to answer tough questions about that. And then, oh, by the way, about all the bad behavior we've seen in the sky. Guys, the air, the flight attendant union really wants the airlines to help put an end to that, guys. Yeah, amen mm -hmm. to that. All right, Tom, thank you so much. Up next, another incredibly busy industry, package delivery. Business is at an all-time high this holiday season. That's right. And now Roker <laughs> taking us inside one very hectic UPS hub. He's also tagging along with a veteran driver live this morning. There he is right there, and there's Jenny right there as well. Wait until you see what it takes to get those packages to your doorstep right after this. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. At KPMG, we make the difference. It's not just something we say. It's what we do. 
Our professionals believe in the value of collaboration and the power of technology. We work closely with clients to uncover insights that illuminate opportunity, develop bold solutions that innovate industries, and create better outcomes driven by data. Brighter insights, bolder solutions, better outcomes. It's how our people make the difference, driving growth and value for our clients. KPMG, make the difference. We're back. It is 741 with today's holiday handbook. And this morning, an eye-opening look at the season's shipping rush. With online sales expected to hit an all-time high in just 10 days now to go before Christmas, pressure is on delivery services like UPS like never before. And that brings us to Mr. Roker, our delivery helper for the day. Al's getting a, getting a chance to experience what it takes to get all those packages to doorsteps. Where are you, by the way, buddy? Well, we're, we're in, uh, in Fairfield, Connecticut right now, and uh, Jenny, this is part of Jenny's route, uh, and she's got her regulars, and we're going to meet some of those folks as we make deliveries all morning long, but we decided we really wanted to show you just how the magic happens, everything that goes on. Don't forget, we're talking about helping Santa make dreams come true. Ooh. Santa needs Santa help. Santa needs help. We, and where are the elves? You are the elves. I did, elves wearing brown. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Around here, it's a 24-hour, seven-day operation. During the holidays, this UPS hub in Stratford, Connecticut, delivers 60,000 packages a day, double the normal workload. 500 employees fill the warehouse, including Jenny Rosado. She's been a UPS driver here for more than 30 years. Jenny, this, this, when you're up this high, you, you get a sense of how huge this place is. Up above the package cars, holiday gifts are prepped for distribution. Everything comes down in a bag like this, so they'll dump them, and what happens is they go down here, right, uh -huh. and they roll into this, and then I'm going to show you over here. This is what we call the matrix. Ooh, the matrix, I like it. And the matrix, when it does, <laughs> so it separates them. And then, when we go down here, Al, it lines them up. But they're it's all matrix. over the place, and they all end up going in there. So it doesn't matter if they're upside down, because when we go over here, you see that lighting over here with the uh -huh. blue? It has a 360 camera on it. So it can scan the package. No matter which way it is. No matter which way it is. We can process probably about between, like, Five to 10,000 packages an hour on here. Next up, packages are labeled with UPS locator codes, assigning each one to a specific route. Man, it's like a labeled version of three-card Monty. The packages then slide into an assigned bag before being loaded into the package cars. So this is my truck. Jenny's been driving the same route for 10 years. She says her customers and their pets have become like family. During the pandemic, you were probably the only outside person people were seeing. Listen, I had people who were like, wanted to come out and talk to me because they were tired of talking to their families, okay? <laughs> They're like, I am done with them. I don't even want to see them. And you're thinking, I I'd love to stay and chat, but I got more packages to <laughs> go. Because you need some toilet paper. <laughs> But it's not just Jenny who lends a helping hand. In 2017, when Hurricane Maria ravaged Puerto Rico, Jenny's sister lost her home. The customers on Jenny's route started a GoFundMe, raising more than $10,000 to help her sister. That obviously speaks volumes about what your, how your customers feel about you. I know they cared, but I know they love me too, and, and I love them. 
I really, truly do. I see these people every day. And each day before she heads out, Jenny joins the daily drivers meeting. I was invited to lead the daily stretch. They do it to prevent injury since they're so often carrying heavy loads. My favorite stretch? You're going to put your left foot in. You're going to take your left foot out. You're going to shake it all about. And then there's the weather forecast and my best safety tips. Roads are a little wet, so you want to allow yourself a little extra, little extra stopping time. And of course, when we come up to a corner, what do we do? Left, left right, right, left. All right, let's go out there. Let's get some packages. Yeah! yeah. It is a team effort, and Jenny, we got another stop here. So, yes. so a, a lift. Right. Yeah. Okay. You lift. Get close. All right. Get close. In your power zone. All right. In the power zone. We're going right. over here. Make He's, sure you can see your path. I'm, okay, I'm, you I'm looking at the path. I'm checking the path. Other than a camera person in front of me, I uh, think I'm fine. All right. <laughs> We're coming up here. Now, this is one of your regulars. Oh yeah, this is Joyce and Bob. And Joyce and Bob. They're right. amazing. Let's see. Hold on. Oh, hi! Hey, it's Joyce and Bob. How are you? It's nice to see. Yes, it's out. Why are you in the studio? Why am I in the studio? Well, I thought I'd help Jenny here. Jenny's helper didn't show up. So here, there you go. These are so heavy. There you go. You got something from Vermont Country Store there. Oh, all right. There you go. What is it about? How much do you love this lady? How much do I love her? Uh huh. She we, we, is a ray of sunshine. If the rest of the world were like Jenny, oh. we would be in a much better place. That's oh, thank you, Joyce. Wow. <laughs> thank you, Joyce. She's unbelievable. Wow. Well, thank uh, you, guys. Thanks thank for you. and Merry thank Christmas, you. Happy Merry Holidays. Christmas. Nice to see you. Our, see you love you guys. Oh. oh. <laughs> well, oh yeah. Hey, why don't you guys feel like that about I me? Mean, we do. You know we do. Al, we actually feel that way about you and about Jenny. Uh, I mean, that's how we feel about it. That was a beautiful yeah, sentiment. We love Jenny. And Jenny, we got a sense of before about what what it takes to get these packages. It's not just you. You're the the last thing people see, the last person people right, see yep. before they get the package. delivery. But how much of a team do you have there at UPS working? Oh my God! In our building, we have about 500 workers, mm -hmm. and it goes from at night unloading the trucks mm -hmm. to the track trailers, bringing it to wherever they have to go, to then coming to the building to the whole process of. You know, the Matrix. Right, the Matrix. The matrix. The matrix. Let's do the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. You know, hey, and hey, laying one out and it going into the specific. Yeah. Thing, so. Al, you're real good yeah, at that so. job, but would you mind yeah. real quickly doing your other job? Just a little <laughs> bit of, can we get the forecast? Oh, do you mind? The weather. The yeah. weather. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do that. All right. Let's show you. First of all, we're worried about these winds. I mean, this storm system bringing heavy winds, uh, peak wind gusts by tomorrow afternoon to the, uh, this afternoon, I should say, anywhere from 30 to 75 miles per hour all the way over from Chicago, Indianapolis, back to Amarillo. And with that, we've got a fire weather threat. Strong winds, low humidity, highest wildfire risk ever issued in December from Kansas all the way into New Mexico. And look at this record temperatures. Temperatures stretching that from Dallas all the way up to Green Bay, out to Cincinnati. All-time December highs could be challenged, guys. So it is going to stay warm right on into the Northeast by tomorrow with more records. All right, guys, so we got our another stop to go. So we're taking off. Jenny, let's do it. Hit it.
Boom! More delivery! Too much fun yeah. today. We got this! Go get them, guys. That's great. You know what yeah, Jenny also personifies? <laughs> One of the silver linings during the pandemic, I think a lot of folks came to appreciate the mm -hmm. people who deliver their mm -hmm. packages yeah. a lot more than we did before. Yes. So. Uh, we're going to check in with Mr. Oak in just a bit. Coming up, though, team today will be spreading even more holiday cheer. Oh, guys, we cannot wait. We're going to share our day at a nearby holiday market called Bryant Park. We're trying our hand at selling ornaments. We're making sweet treats. We're helping people make memories of the skating rink. Go, Miss Jones. Uh, but first, these messages. I didn't know you were skating. I didn't that. either, actually. <laughs> Still ahead, Matthew McConaughey live in Studio One. Yeah, he's going to stop by a sneak peek at Sing Two and to talk about his many interests away from Hollywood. The first your local news. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.